This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial, and really looking forward to sharing today's show with you. We are going to be talking today about the infrastructure bill and some things to think about for the new year. And, and before we get into all of that, though, I just wanted to say hello to my amazing co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing? Good morning, Tara Nolan, or good afternoon, Tara Nolan, I should say. I just like saying good morning, uh, Tara Nolan, right? So I say that no matter what time of day you call me. Good morning, Tara Nolan. So, because Good Morning Vietnam is one of my all-time favorite movies. I mean, Robin right. Williams just a great movie. So, um, Tara, I am so good. I've had a great week this week and just been spending more time with family, which is good. Always this time of year, spend more time with family and, uh, that's fun. Uh, and kind of, uh, you know, getting things organized, uh, for the new year. Uh, and I know we're going to talk about that a little bit too today, but I've been working on that. Um, my wife and I have been keeping busy, you know, with holiday plans. How about you? You and Chris, uh, we talked about this last week, but world travelers, uh, Chris and Tara Nolan, uh, and you've been busy. I want to report something we didn't talk about. We haven't talked about uh, recently is where is that book at that you've promised us? Oh, yes. uh, how is that? You've been writing a book. Uh, I've I've read uh, most of it uh, in some form, the rough draft. I was one of the early rough draft readers and just was blown away by the rough draft. Can't wait to read and hold the final thing, you know, smell that new book print, that new book smell, uh, order it off Amazon, get it in the mail. I'm excited to do that. And I'm excited for you as an author. And I know you've had so many great ideas and, and, uh, teaching moments that you wanted to share in book form. How is that coming? Well, I'm glad you asked Tony, cause I do have to make a little confession, but I'm glad is, <laughs> <laughs> the book is still on target for the March release, but it's just been like one of those things where there's delay, delay. And my copy editor got the book back to me the day Chris and I had went to Hawaii. And Tony, we had had this trip <laughs> to Hawaii planned for over a year. Yep. And and yep. I had that choice like we all do, right? Where I'm like, oh, shoot. So, I, you know, we're, we're going to Hawaii <laughs> and part of my brain is like, oh, great. You'll be in Hawaii. You'll have nothing else to do but work on your book. And then I was like, right. no, 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 this right. is quality of life. This is family time. I yeah. need to be present. And, and I took an electronic free 10 days in Hawaii, Tony. And, wow. Wow. and it was hard because I, like we talk about it all the time, how important your, your mindfulness is and taking time out for your family and yep. making sure your priorities are straight. And it was hard to go. I've got this book that's ready for me to copy edit and, and, so I'm doing that right now, but it's it's a process. So it's going to go to the copy editor. And, you know, they did the things like 
okay, you had a misspelling here or you you made a reference, but you didn't finish out the reference. You know, all those things that would irritate you if you're reading a book and it's not. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. And so yeah. we're at that stage now. So the book is written, but we're at that stage of polishing it up so that it, it really comes across um, nicely. But yeah, I'm really getting excited. And it's 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 just every time I read it, I'm like, I really help people and I want people to know. <laughs> that's good. Well, and that, I think that's great. And so are we at the point where once you finish going through it and send it back, then that's the final send back your yeah, final then touch it's, right now? Then it goes to the typesetter. And I have this, this fabulous, the, the woman who designed the cover of the book, which you can actually see on my website right now, the cover of the yeah, book is there. She's going to go through and, and put it together in the book and, and make sure it looks really nice. And, and you know, put the, but the figures in there and she's going to do all that kind of stuff. Ah, yeah. So now we're okay. getting to the, the artistic part of the book writing. Sure. I yeah. like that. Yeah. The, yeah. the aesthetics uh, the, to go along with the, the written word. I love that. And the book cover, by the way, I want to encourage our listeners to go to the website and check it out. What's that web address for our listeners? Sure, Tony. It's nolanfinancialpartners.com. That's awesome. nolanfinancialpartners.com and you can click on it and it's, it's she, Choi, she just did an amazing, it's, it's gorgeous. And we went back and forth and Tony, she, I think she did like seven designs before we found the one. And I felt so wow. bad saying, no, I don't like that one. No, I don't like that one. No, I don't like that one. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's it. Wow. So, wow. That's really it, cool. it turned out great, by the way. Congratulations on that. Can't wait, though, to see. Aren't you excited to hold a physical copy in your hands? Oh, yeah. Well, and I, like and I, I love that you get that because it's I wanted to talk today about like what's in it for me. And so you're know, writing the book. You have this process and the hard copy is what's in it for me. And what we want to talk today about, Tony, is starting out with, like, with the infrastructure bill. And I'm ah, not talking the politics. infrastructure bill. Yeah, I don't care about politics. But now that it's happened. I want people to go, what's in it for me? Why do I care? So what? Yep, exactly. Now that it's passed, how is it going to affect my life? And I'm sure our listeners out there are asking. I'm asking that question. So I'm glad you're going to talk about it a little bit. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, 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 like a lot of our listeners, I've been following the coverage. I thought it would, you know, it was they made it sound like it was never going to get passed and uh, wow. never going to vote on it. You know, they always say do nothing Congress. But uh, so it kind of caught me off guard. Hey, it passed uh, or form of it passed. So I'm fired up that you're going to break it down a little bit and uh, talk about uh, what's in there. Uh, how do you want to get things rolling? Well, I just I just want to get things rolling with. I think people need to understand that mindset when they come to their finances to go, why am I doing this? What's in it for me? And same yeah. with this infrastructure bill. So I just want to jump right in and talk about some of the benefits that are going to happen. And the first one is near and dear to me is they're putting money into broadband. And for people that live in town or live in the cities, they don't really know what this means as much because they have pretty good broadband. But Tony, yeah. like I can tell you, we have our office in town and the upload, download for video and processing, things are quick, and, you know, moving right along. But when I come home, we live out in the country and it is maddening how slow things are. And, and you know, I don't know how it was for you, but I live kind of in a rural area in outside of Colorado Springs. And a lot of the school kids, like during the pandemic, it was a big problem because they were trying to do online school, but all these kids didn't have internet. 
Right. And so they yeah. were having to do like one of the things they did was send the school buses out with Wi-Fi hotspots so the parents could bring their kids to the Wi-Fi hotspot to download their homework so then they could do their homework. And so isn't it kind of astonishing that we live in America, the number yeah. one country in the world, and there's still people in our country that don't have good Internet. Yeah. Well, and I have a great example of this problem, uh, Tara. I, this is a, a personal issue. I personally, actually, my family, we live in basically a suburb uh, of a uh, big city. So we're fine. We get great Internet service here. We have high speed Internet access to, uh, you know, high speed uh, Internet access. But my parents, where I grew up is uh, they live in the country. It's rural. There is no, there are no cable TV lines. There are no, uh, no cable company that can provide cable, high-speed broadband internet. Um, so they don't have access to high-speed internet. They have very, very slow internet over the telephone line, which is DSL. And it is so bad that they really, I mean, they're, they can't do much on the internet. I, the most my mom can do is check email. And sometimes if there's an attachment, it takes forever uh, or it times out and she has to try again to download, you know, if there's a document or a picture. So it's really bad. Um, and I know in some areas it's non-existent, uh, which is even worse, but most areas have access to really bad internet, um, but really bad to the point where it's almost, it's like having no internet. They can't stream they can't download things. They can't stream movies or music or um, do online. Like my mom cannot get on and do a, um, you know, an online video chat. She can't use Zoom or Skype. Uh, but here's the thing, Tony, and I love all that stuff. But again, like what's in it? Why do we care financially? How people now do online banking. Yep. You can't get on. We talked about Social Security in our last show where you go to SSA.gov to see what your benefits are going to be. And if yep. you don't have access to the Internet, you, it's, it's hard to see. So if you can't, you can't go work. online, then you've got to try to make an appointment. And then do you know what it's like to try to make an appointment with a person? Yeah. I, I and, and for a lot of people, their jobs really you require that they have high speed Internet access in their home because work from home is in a lot of cases required or necessary now. Exactly. And and like even for medical care, you have to be able to make your appointments online. So, I mean, the good or bad, the world has moved on and we live in an Internet age. And so yeah. this is really important for people who are trying to do their financial planning and set up their futures and make sure they're secure is they need that Internet access. So so I, that's that's going to be a good win for everybody. Yeah. And here's another serious one. And one of the biggest reasons that they passed this and they're spending this money, I mean, $65 billion in this bill to improve access to high speed Internet across the country and especially in rural areas is because of uh, medical appointments. My mother has uh, Parkinson's and she recently broke her leg. And so she's basically immobile. And for my dad to for her to drive an hour to where she would have to go. The nearest specialist that can help her is an hour away mm -hmm. by, by car in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. She has to go into South Dakota to the big Sanford medical center there. They can help her, but guess what? They can do video visits online visits so she doesn't have to drive over there as much. And it's really taxing for her and my dad to, to make like four trips a week 
to the city that's 60 miles away, uh, she could cut that down to one a week or none a week if they had high-speed internet access, but guess what? They don't. And guess what? This bill, supposedly, uh, part of that money is going to help their area, rural communities in Minnesota, help get them high-speed internet access. And so I love this part of the bill. I was a big proponent for that. Uh, I know a lot of people, we don't like our government spending money, but there is no reason that our entire country shouldn't have access to high-speed internet. I mean, there's no reason. And and like while we're talking about that, Tony, I just want to invite everybody that's listening to give Chris and I a call 719-210-4242 to, to set up a discovery call to look at your financial plan. And are you taking advantage of everything that you should be because of things like maybe the Internet is slow or it's just a hassle because I find, Tony, a lot of people aren't taking action to create that proactive plan because yeah. like for me, like every time I want to go log into a website, step one is like almost always reset password. And so I'm like, oh, I don't have time for yep. this right now. <laughs> right. So, exactly. <laughs> so I would just invite the people that are listening. One key takeaway from this part is when you're thinking about broadband and the Internet, go to nolanfinancialpartners.com. Book your discovery call. You can also call 719-210-4242. And Chris and I will help you walk through getting all of your information together because it's a hard process. And that's one of the, the ways we support our people in their process is to, to help them, you know, give them the, the checklist and the guideline and, and be that accountability partner. Yeah. In yeah. that process. I think that's that's great. What's that number again? Sure, Tony. The number is 719 719- Two one zero four two four two. That's awesome. So, Tara, what's next? Where well, do you want to head next? With so, this? here's this next one, and I love this part. Is it's looking at roads and highways, and and talking about infrastructure. I'm a big fan. When I go to Washington D.C., I like to walk around the mall and look at all the different monuments. Yeah, me too. And and FDR's monument down at the end. I recently just discovered that one, and it, we get into that jobs program that was done with the New Deal. Yeah. And I just read one of my bosses gave us this book called The Boys in the Boat. And Mm. a little bit of a spoiler alert, but it's a fantastic book that it talks about during the Olympics, when Hitler was hosting the Olympics, the United States sent a rowing team that went and won the gold. Wow. And but it it just goes this book is fascinating because it goes through the stories of these boys where they were, you know, growing up through the Great Depression. And like one of the boys on his team, his mom died when he was like six and his dad remarried. The new wife didn't like him. So the dad just kicked him out of the house when he was like 12. And and, you know, just like things like it wouldn't be a reality for us today. But just then going through the the Great Depression and going across the middle of the country on the train and there's the Dust Bowl. And one of the things that was not the focus of the book, but it was just talking about the the jobs programs where they started building roads and, and it really started to help get the country back on its feet because there was work for people. And, you know, building the dams and building all this infrastructure, it really helped give a lot of jobs to a lot of people. And then it helps everybody, right? Amazon does. Am, Amazon uses our roads and airports and all those things to, yep. to do their job. Yes, so, they do. so I'm really glad that th- this was part of this bill. As long as we're doing things and spending money, that's going to help. You know, what is it? The the rising tide lifts all boats. Yep, the and rising so, tide lifts all boats. Yep, 
So this everybody, is one. Everybody counts or nobody counts, right? Well, and it's just something that it helps everybody. So it doesn't matter yeah. whether you're retired, whether you're a business owner or whatever your job is, all the, the roads and infrastructure, all those things we take for granted, right? Right, exactly. And it's hard because it's, it's always been there. And you just assume it's always going to be there. And it just happens to be where the generation that it's like, okay, things get old and have to be replaced. And, you know, it's, it's kind of like the, the Chris and I finally had to replace our TV. I was against it because I'm cheap that way. Uh-huh. It sounds <laughs> and, like my wife and I, I've been trying to get a bigger TV, but she said our current one still works. We had that old bubble back TV, which I think is. Oh, funny. no, and, you and, really had an old TV. <laughs> Holy shnikes. But it's they don't make just, those anymore. You just have to go, you know what? That's old. That doesn't work anymore. And so we're just at that place. You know, it was going to hit someone, you know, it's like musical chairs. And our generation is is where it's happening that we need to fix our bridges and roads and and do that kind of thing. So this bill is right now it's scheduled to pump like thirty nine billion dollars into public transportation and and you know that's one of the things now that I'm traveling over to Europe. There's just so much more public transportation. Like yeah, if you want to take the lot. train or do things, you can do that. You, you can't yeah. really do that in America so much. No, no. Europe has a great public transportation uh, and it's all interconnected and you can pretty much get anywhere without a car in Europe. And uh, in the U.S., that's a that's a lot harder, obviously. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's important to support public transportation, obviously. Um, and we need that infrastructure, the roads, things like that. So I think that's a good one. And uh, another thing that that will should benefit most people. Well, and then part of it's also with the increasing ability to bike, to to bike or walk, that makes us all healthier. And you know, when you're retired and you have a little more time, it's nice to be able to to walk in your neighborhood or walk to the local store. And so it's it's just kind of it's up leveling the quality of life for everybody. Yeah. So I, yeah. I count that as a win for the coming into the new year. That is a win. That is a win. So I know there was, uh, we've talked about the infrastructure bill a little bit. Uh, what else did you want to cover on today's show? Well, you know, it's that time of year, Tony. So I wanted to talk about some different kind of New Year's resolutions you can think about. Ah, uh, yes. Every year and, around this time, we talk about our New Year's resolutions or uh, what people can think about for the new year. Well, and I want to caveat it. Like, I want to put the big umbrella, like the vision you know, we get bogged down in these New Year's resolutions, like I'm going to lose 20 pounds or I'm going to get in shape. And they're so hard. And then they just end up making us feel bad because we don't do them. And yeah. and I think that my New Year's resolution this year, I want it to be about I want to feel good this year. I want to live my life and make choices every day so that I feel good. I have a good feeling in my belly and I want to work on that negative self-talk in my head. Like, you know, that should do list. Do you ever have that should do list running in your head of all the things? Oh, yes. And at the end of the day, you beat yourself up because of all the things you should have done. The to do list. And uh, and then I I start singing starting Monday, starting Monday. I'm going to do this starting Monday. I'm going to do that. It's always I'll start on Monday. Right. And Monday never comes. Right. I want to hold this vision of that's where I want to be. And then. But so then, okay, that's great. But how do we do that? So one of the first things that you can do, and I think it's great, it's very empowering, is to start creating a spending plan and say, okay, you know, this is how much money I make. These are the expenses I have. It's very stressful when you spend more than you make. So one of the things that you can do to make yourself feel a lot better is to really just 
good, bad, or ugly, it's better to know. Yeah, true. So, true. It, and at the new year, this is a great time to, to get your arms around your finances and go, this is what I'm making. You know, these are my expenses. Am I spending money on things that I need or want, you know, and making the decisions I want to make? It, you know, and the, like the whole latte factor thing, like some of the, a lot of financial advice will say, well, stop drinking lattes and then you'll save all this money. Yeah. But like for me, going to the, the coffee shop and getting a coffee, the whole experience is what I like. It's not just about the yeah. coffee. Right. And so that's a quality of life thing for me. Um, but if you're a person who just wants to drink coffee because you need the caffeine, maybe you don't need to spend the money on that. So just True. Yeah. start thinking about how you're spending your money and look at it. But a, a good way to help make you have that good feeling in your belly is here's what I make. Here's what I have. Let me make a plan that works. And then if I need more money, let's make a plan for how we're going to do that. Right. And knowing is better being intentional. So that's yeah. the first thing that I would, I would say, um, to look at. But, um, one of the things I like about Tony's, have you ever had this conversation and we touched on it where people will talk about like, you know, how much does it cost to go out to McDonald's? I haven't been to McDonald's in a while, but like, isn't yeah, it like almost either, $10 just for one person to eat now? Yeah. Fast food, fast food has gotten much more expensive. I mean, I rarely get out of a fast food place without spending at least $10. Right. It's fast and expensive now. It's not fast and cheap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and that adds up. If people are eating out, it does add up. And people tell you, you can't eat out, right? Right. They say you can't eat out because $10 a day, you know, you eat out, that's 50 bucks a week. And then, you know, next thing you know, you're spending over $100 a month. And then that's like $1,200 a year. And so it adds up quickly. So I want to turn that on its head, right, though, because I think that feels negative. Okay. I don't want Think about things through the lens of how am I going to make my life smaller? What can't we do? Yeah. yeah. So, we don't want to, we don't want to be, our whole plan is what can't I do? Right. Right. So here's the challenge I want to, I want to issue is if going fast food or going for coffee is your thing, make a note. And if you spend 10 bucks on coffee, put 10 bucks in your savings account. So I don't like make it. it this isn't what I can't do is when I do this thing, I'm going to go and enjoy my cup of coffee. I'm also going to put, you know, if you can have explored five sixty nine for your coffee, then put five five bucks into your savings account and just start doing that. And and that way you're creating a habit and you're taking care of yourself. So we're not making our life smaller. You're making I love your life that. Bigger. Tara, that's a great idea. So every time you go out to eat or go to Starbucks or go to a coffee place, uh, you take the money. You can you can do that. You don't have to stop doing that. But every time you do it, put that same amount of money into your savings. And, and I think that's, I love that. I was just going through the airport last week and while we were standing in line waiting to see TSA, they had a little collection box and it was just a box that said, put your spare change in here. And I forget what oh. cause they were donating it to. So you could just see there was dollars and quarters and pennies and everything tucked in there. And it's, it's all about habit patterns. A lot of, yeah. of having good financial sense is just starts with creating those habit patterns. And yep. so, so I, I, I like that, that that's a, a decision that feels good to me. Yeah, that is a good decision. I think that's a great idea. Another great tip, Tara. I love it. And that's a perfect tip. We're going into the new year. That's actually a positive uh, goal to set for the new year for 2022 is to every time you spend money eating out, or on going out for coffee at the fancy coffee shop, take that same amount of money, put it in savings. I love that. 
That's awesome. So what's something else in the new year we should be looking at? Obviously, finances is a big one for a lot of us. We really uh, need to look at our finances. And I like that you put a positive spin on that. Well, and then I was just going to laugh, Tony, and say, so, and then once that savings grows, then give me a call because then I'll help you do something good with it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, you want to make sure that it, you you do save it and use it for good things, right? So, but the next tip is, and this is not a new one, but this is a great one, is you want to pay yourself first. And and I love using percentages. So I like 10%. So think, Tony, how much is 10% of a dollar? Yeah, it's a dime. It's a dime. Like, is that going to change your world if you take a dime out of a dollar? Nope. It's not going to change your world. So think about that with your money, that when you get money that comes in, and it doesn't matter if it's a, a gift from your grandma or it's an inheritance or it's your month, monthly paycheck, just set aside 10% because it's a dime out of a dollar. So yeah. it's not going to be life-changing money. And I would encourage you to set it up with your bank. So it's just an automatic rollover. So when money comes in, you just automatically do it. And it's just across the board and it's just a percentage because it's 10%. So that way it doesn't matter if it's a $5,000 check or a $50 check, you just set aside that 10%. It's not what we can't do. It's what we can do with our money. I love the, that fact. And it, you're going to, it's going to, you're going to reap those rewards and feel better about yourself because of it. That. And, and so then the next tip, Tony, you actually gave me this idea, but I'm going to share it again because I thought it was great is we've all gotten in this habit of watching Netflix and Hulu. And, and I, I don't know, I was watching Stephen Colbert the other day and, and he was talking about, he said, uh, the new get out, um, perform or the, the top of the roof performance the Beatles did. Yeah. They just made the new show about get it. Back. Yeah. Get, get back. back. And thank yeah. you. And, and, and Colbert, his quote, he said, well, um, they got me to do what I never thought I would do is sign up for Disney plus because <laughs> 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 he wanted to watch that show. Right. And isn't it like, it's like right. every single one of these platforms has a show that we want to watch. And yes, so here's what they here's all have love, one is, is we talked about it. It's, it's, you don't have to deny yourself and say, Oh, you can't ever watch that, but right. pick it, you know, figure out what your budget is for streaming um, accounts and whether it's, you know, like, maybe two at a time, you watch all the shows, then you turn those off and then you start these and you watch the shows and you turn it off. So you just kind of rotate. That really nowadays doesn't technology's come a long way. It's pretty easy to do. Well, Tony, so, you just, you hit on a key part of human nature right there. You said, isn't that a hassle to start and then stop and then start. And this is what the companies rely on is human nature is once you yeah, start it, so here's the thing. It goes back to our previous point. Set up that automatic draw on your account to pay 10% yep. to your savings account because you're going to keep doing it because it's a hassle to stop it. Exactly. Exactly. Well, hey, guess what? We're out of time. It flew by. We had a great conversation today, Tara. Uh, before we go, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. Sure, Tony. So people can go to our website at nolanfinancialpartners.com and set up a discovery call. And you can also call Chris and I at 719-210-4242. That's 719-210-4242. If this new year's happening and you're ready to set up that plan and get control of your finances, give us a call because we love to help you get on that plan for success. Awesome. And that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan. 
Join us soon for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.